Well, good day to you. It's Joel with Viking Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith, and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Welcome back to another episode of the Just Different Podcast, where we talk everything faith, life, and culture. I'm your host, Darren Starks, and in today's episode, I really want to talk about (laughs) the bare minimum, and I'll start with this. Do not settle for less than God's best for your life, and personally, I feel as if we hear that phrase in the context of relationship, but I believe it applies to every aspect of our life, because recently... Not that this hasn't been happening or something I've been aware of, but I've seen a lot more from men and women online or even in the interactions that I have day to day that when they're asked about what they want out of a relationship, what they'll respond with is the bare minimum. And it's almost, you know, this running joke and even trend online, as you'll see here and there. And the reason is because people have been hurt so much in their previous relationships and or deprived from the basic tenets that they should be getting when it comes to genuine care, basic respect, loyalty, etc., that they have now settled for what they should have been getting in the first place. And there isn't an issue with wanting those particular qualities like within your relationship but why should that be all that you want because the problem with that is this we'll say that oh yeah i just want someone who you know may actually remember my birthday and just treat me the right way respond to my text stay committed but why not have someone that pushes you in your purpose that matches you on a spiritual, mental, and emotional level and challenges you to grow and be better, someone who can be your life partner. Because what will happen is we will end up settling in our relationship for someone that we may not necessarily have an affinity for and or we can't really grow with, but they gave us the bare minimum that we've never received before. And at some point, we find ourselves outgrowing this relationship because this wasn't the person that actually matched our purpose and or where God wanted us to be. But since they gave us or provided this bare minimum, we felt we were actually in the right place. And we essentially became complacent because, you know, what you'll hear a lot is the fact that, well, like, I don't ask for much. And that's exactly the problem. And I wanted to bring this up because I believe that this idea applies to our life as well when it comes to our calling, our purpose, our dream, and where God wants us to be. At some point in our life, we can be pursuing these things and we can make attempt after attempt to pursue our dreams and the vision that God's giving us and where we know that we should be. And it just seems as if we always come up short. We never make it past the finish line and or we don't gain any traction. And because of this hurt, this disappointment and this trauma of what seems like failure will essentially revert to settling for the bare minimum in life. And we'll say, well, I just want a stable and secure job. I just want to make sure I can walk across the stage and get my diploma. I just want to live long enough to see retirement and Again, 
hope you hear my heart in this. None of those are minute, trivial, or vain pursuits. But why should it stop there? Why just settle for the stable and secure job when you can walk in God's purpose for your life? Why just be complacent with walking across the stage with a diploma when you can be valid Victorian? Why just want to see if you can make it to 60 when you can live your life to the full and pursue the dream that God's given you right now? Because what happens is similar to our relationships, sometimes we can have past experiences that literally strip us of so much hope of what can be in the next relationship that comes that we're just looking to protect ourselves and we want to play it safe and that blinds us from getting to what God really wants for our life and then the same way we can go through life the trial to through the tribulation through the adversity and at some point we can lose the faith we have in our future and what can be and just sit in less and what seems attainable, what seems achievable and what we can do and what feels reasonable. But what happens when reasonable, but what happens when what God speaks over your life and or says you're supposed to walk in or what you have the potential to do isn't reasonable? What happens when the vision he gives you is outside the bounds of the bare minimum, because it always will be. I don't believe God has just set us on this earth to work, pay bills, and die. There is more. And again, after what seems to be failure, vain attempts to actually pursue the vision, chase the dream, start the business, take the leap and put our application in here at that company for that position. And it just seems like denied 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 at some point we just stop trying altogether and settle for what we think or what seems the most attainable because this initial idea and or image we had about our future and where we know we could be had just been diminished like you know that initial idea and dream that we had about relationships that we not even in a negative way, romanticize when it came to having someone who was all ours and fully ours and madly in love with us, that pursued us, that cared for us, that respected us, that we could genuinely do life with, that, that, that image we can't see anymore. And so we dim it down, we dilute it, and we diminish it, and we just revert to, oh, well, that love doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> I know y'all have heard that one before, right? Or you've probably said it. I know I have. Like, oh, the, the, the what I'm looking for doesn't exist because we lost all hope. And it's the same thing in our life with our dream. It's like, oh, well, that that it's not attainable. That's unrealistic. I can't achieve it. That was just a pipe dream. Eh, had to focus on what pays the bills. <laughs> you know what people say, especially sometimes you'll hear older people speak about what they gave up on or decided not to pursue. And they'll say all of these different phrases. I can't even think of all of the ones right now in the moment, but that's what it sounds like. And I know that is not what God wants from us or for us at all in any level. 
So take this as you wish and how it applies to your life, whether that be a dream that you feel is dwindling or you're losing faith in and or this idea or the beauty of what a relationship can be in your life or anything else. This pursuit of having a family that is whole and healthy or seeing yourself in that way, no matter what that looks like in your life, just know that God wants the best for you and he wants to see you through that. And I want to go through this verse really quick that I actually did Bible study on last night that came to my mind. I was thinking about this concept and it was Matthew 7 verses 7 through 11. And it says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives and he who asks finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. Or what man is there among you who, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent? If you then, being evil, know to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? I really want to get into this idea of asking, seeking, and knocking when it comes to our requests to God, how we're pursuing him. And what we know that he said about our life and the visions that he's given us. Because what I was thinking about is the fact that you never knock on a door once. Like if you're going up to someone's house to, you know, get in and or get their attention or some response. When you go up to the door, you're going to give it a nice little, you feel what I'm saying? Nice little nudge. Probably a one, two, three, John, like a. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's not just going to be just a, a one-time thing, right? And once you do knock, if you don't get an initial response, what are you going to do? You're probably going to wait a few, you know, wait a little bit, and you're going to knock again, right? And then let's say they still don't come to the door for whatever reason. You know, you're probably going to wait a little bit because, you know, you don't want to be uh, <laughs> overbearing, and after a while, what are you going to do? You're going to knock again. But why? You're going to continue to knock because you know who or what you want is in that house. <laughs> you know it's there. You see the lights on. You hear people talking and you see people moving around. And so you are not going to stop knocking until you get some sort of response. And the only reason you would stop knocking at that door is if you believed that there was no one in the house. And so I believe that a lot of us are standing at the door of our next level, <laughs> what God wants to give to us and what we were always supposed to walk into, but we stop knocking. At some point after the first time, the second time, and even the third, our hope was lost. Our faith was deterred. And we believe that, you know what, there's nothing in this house for me. You know what, I, 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 I don't even know if I was actually invited here. This may not be where I, actually, where I belong what I'm supposed to have access to. So I'm just going to go back home to what's familiar, to what I know I can get into. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
we stop knocking. In this verse, it speaks about, even in the footnotes that I have, it says, the Greek imperatives, ask, seek, and knock, are in the present tense, suggesting continued petition and putting emphasis on the role that we have and what we're called to do, to ask, to seek, and to knock. These are all initiative and multiple steps, layers, and continued petition even afterwards of going to God, asking in prayer, continuing to seek him, and then going to knock on the doors of where he said we were, were supposed to be in the address that he in the addresses that he has given us to these schools, to these corporations, to these businesses, to these dreams, to these visions, and to not waver in that, knowing and resting assured in what? The last part of this verse, it says, or what man is there among you who, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a serpent? If then, being evil, you know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father who is in heaven give you good th- good things to those who ask him? Knowing that I didn't put this address in. God brought me to this door in this house, so I'm going to keep knocking. Knowing that <laughs> in this pursuit... Yo, if I can ask my earthly father, mother, and guardians for that which I need and it's provided, how much more will God not give that to me? So that is the security when we rest assured in off of this pursuit and what we need. And so, yeah, keep knocking. I think at some point in our life, we kind of lose that and we life be in, right? And it just seems easier to be secured. And stay safe. But God wants to call us out of that. So this almost really reminds me a lot of last week a bit. And like an echo to that conversation. But something I've been walking through and wanted to share. And to add and really just bring full circle the whole analogy of knocking at the door. The last few things that I'll say is back to the verse that I mentioned in Matthew 7. is the fact that God will not knock on the door for you. <laughs> He won't. He will give you the address, but you still have to get in the car. You have to put that address in your phone. And we know he walks with us. So he's going to be our Siri, too. He's going to make sure that he's there every step of the way communicating with us. And as long as we follow and stay obedient to his instruction, we're going to get to the destination. But once we get there, we're going to be sitting in our car and it's going to be us looking at the driveway and the side that's in between us and the door that we need to go to. Then we need to decide to get out of the car, take that journey all the way to the door and we knock. That is an act that we take. And I don't want that to be missed because we can think that the promise of God all over us are just going to fall within our lap. <laughs> and he has spoken to the direction of where we need to go. He is going to get us there, but we have to make the decision to actually walk in it and do what's necessary to get there. And so I want to also speak to what I mean by knocking, because I don't want this to seem just fluff or just like in the air and give some more practicality. So if you know God has called you to be a generational curse breaker, and to be one who unites the family that you are a part of. Knocking looks like standing in the gap 
being an intercessor, committing to long suffering and patience with your family members, independent of the progress you see or don't see in their walk with God and their, their personal journey. And you continue to love. It's you not leaving your post. It's you not going off duty, leaving them behind and staying committed and obedient to the last thing that God told you. Simply, that is what it means to keep knocking if you right now you're in a career you're in a job and you know where you're at isn't where you're going to end up and God has continuously showed you signs of where he's been pushing you where he wants you to be and like what sector he's trying to take you to and so now you're applying to jobs you're taking the leap you're taking the step you're getting in the right rooms you're speaking to the right people you're getting yourself educated on what it is you need to do and what else may be required of you and let's say a few things don't fall through or happen but you continue to take steps in that direction, independent of what seems to be denied. That is you knocking, <laughs> continuing to put in an application, continue to look for new opportunities and not stopping. But God won't do that for you. He's going to open the door, but you have to get there. He's saying, I want you here, but you stay stagnant. You don't reach out to anyone. You don't inquire. You don't ask questions. No, he will not knock we do. You know that it is not in God's will for whatever has happened in your past to still have a hold over you. That shame, that condemnation, that trauma, that hurt, whatever it may be. What are you, what you're going, you're doing the work, the deep work. You're going to talk to your counsel, your mentors, people that can speak into you, a therapist, to work through your emotion, to work through what's happening within your soul. You're facing the reality of what is so it no longer has a hold of you. You're not sweeping it under the rug. You're doing the work that's difficult. Why? Because you know this is where God's called you to. This is the address that he's called you to of healing, of deliverance, of being whole. And you're going to keep knocking at that door. And you're not going to stop. <laughs> right that's to me knocking is staying steadfast in what god told you and what you know and not settling for less Ah, uh, i guess this is what i'll have to carry the rest of my life i know this job isn't my purpose but it, it's just what i have now and i guess it wouldn't be bad if i stayed here oh my family's so difficult i don't know if this is really my assignment is to stay committed to the last thing he told you and to not waver keep knocking and it will be opened because he opens the door and he's the <laughs> because it's him who opens the door it's all it's all him at all points <laughs> oh my goodness so yeah that's my encouragement for y'all like don't stop he's rooting for you he's there with you so yeah that's pretty much it that's really all i had to say for this particular episode of like brief conversation and i wanted to share because I said we we're doing this on Fridays, a message that I received from Catherine. This was relating to an episode I did last week or a few weeks ago, but I thought it was pretty profound and I wanted to put it here. And it says, for a couple of weeks, I was trying to figure out what is my purpose? Who am I supposed to be? Where am I supposed to go? And I heard something that changed my entire perspective. 
So there's a story of a fish swimming and he approaches an older fish and says, hey, I'm looking for the ocean. And the older fish says, this is the ocean. And the fish says, no, this is water. Moral of the story, we're always in search of what is already there. There's another version that says, an old fish approaches some young fish and says, how's the water today? And the young fish are like, what the heck is water? (laughs) Again, we don't know it, but we're already in it. We're already living in the thing we're searching for and the thing that we need. So I've been telling myself, this is the water. When I'm starting to feel like I'm behind in life and trying to search for something better. Mm. And I'll just, I'll leave that there. That was simple, but profound. This is water. So if you have anything you want to add to the podcast that you've been learning or you've been learning, reading, listening to that you want to be featured, send it in. And or if you just have a question, you want some advice on what's happening in life or what you're going through, whatever that may be, you can text our number, which will be in the description. And it's 502-325-1157. And we'll reply to all of them, even if not featured on the podcast. And we'll make sure to get back to you. But that's it, y'all. Hope you have an amazing weekend. We also have merch out right now. It's available, well, to you all. <laughs> Everyone who listens. So definitely check it out. The link to that will be in the description. You can look at them. Absolutely love these and I hope you all do too. But stay you, stay real, and stay humble. We'll catch y'all next week. Much love.